0: And on the line now by Gareth Newham, uh, who is the head of governance and crime and justice at the Institute for of Security Studies. Thanks for your time this morning.
1: Good morning, and good morning to all your listeners.
0: Now, Mr. Newham, it would seem, uh, for all intents and purposes, that all sorts of books are being thrown at Ria Pieca at the moment. Uh, are you surprised by this at
1: all? No, we're not surprised that uh, these steps have been taken. This ministerial reference group consisting of various lawyers who looked into the allegations uh, against Reapieta started its work some time ago, uh, and we have been tracking what has been happening at the National Peace Leadership for a number of years now. So most of what's contained there, and we were aware of, uh, I suppose it's just interesting that all of this is happening at the same time. First, he's been suspended pending the uh, outcome of the Board of Inquiry, which is called Office following the Americano Commission's uh, re- recommendations. So uh, we knew it was just a matter of time, but it all seems to be happening now at the same time.
0: Is she being made the scapegoat here?
1: Well, I don't think she's a scapegoat in the sense that uh, the uh, investigations into her found serious misconduct on her part. Certainly allegations of very serious misconduct. Uh, they allege that she's broken the law committed fraud and perjury. So not really being a scapegoat because that is based on her personal conduct while she was acting as the National Commissioner of Police in South Africa. Um, But uh, you also see that the Parliament Parliament Portfolio Committee on Police yesterday has recommended that a number of other senior generals, uh, deputy national commissioners, provincial commissioners, and divisional commissioners who uh, were party to allegedly false statements before the committee are also to be held accountable. So I think what's happening here is that at the highest level of government, at the level of the cabinet, through the minister of police, they've recognized there's some serious flaws at, at the senior level of the South African Police Service, which has led to a deterioration of policing over the last few years. This has resulted in serious violent crimes going up. We've seen murder and robberies going up quite substantially over the last three years. And that they're not going to be able to turn the situation around until they clean up the highest echelons of the South African Police Service And in fact, this is exactly in line with the recommendations of the National Development Plan, which was adopted by Cabinet in 2012. So all of this is within the government policy and is based on a number of different um, uh, uh, initiatives looking at how to improve policing in South Africa.
0: Now, as you say, you know, very serious uh, charges that uh, uh, Ria Riyapieh have been found guilty of, uh, fraud, perjury, misconduct amongst them. Uh, so what's going to happen now? What sort of sanction or punishment uh, do these charges carry? And are we likely to see this actually taken to uh, the nth degree?
1: Well, the minister has released the findings of his uh, uh, reference group, and it said that three different task teams will be established to tackle different components of the findings. So, for instance, where senior members of the safety police service who, were, who had no real reason to be demoted or forced out, um, they will be looked, their situation will be looked at. There will be a different, different task group to look at the allegations of perjury and fraud, which are criminal charges, and they will then make a recommendation to the uh, National Prosecuting Authority Office as to, to, to whether or not they should try, possibly consider prosecuting uh, REAPERF on those charges. And there would be another task group to look forward and how to move forward in cleaning up the trees overall, I think. So um, we still have some time to go because uh, as was mentioned by the Minister, due to a lack of cooperation by REAPERF herself in the ministerial reference group um, and resistance by some of those supporting her, her side of the story has not yet been heard. And so um, we'll probably only start, you know, she'll, if there's a trial or there's other disciplinary processes, she'll be then given an opportunity to explain um, her sound of the story in relation to these very serious allegations against her.
0: And speaking of those supporting her, uh, do you think that she should be the only one facing the music, um, or should others be implicated as well?
1: Well, I think we will see others being implicated. Uh, certainly the report adopted by the Police Portfolio Committee yesterday um, says that action should be taken against her spokesperson, Lieutenant General Solomon Makale, uh, that action should be taken against her the deputy national commissioners, uh, some provincial commissioners, and the commissioners. So we should see a number of people who were trusted around her um, while she was involved in these allegations of serious misconduct and who themselves have potentially also committed some very serious uh, 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 kinds of misconduct will also have action taken against them. So what we could see and what we will hopefully see going forward is that Um, Those senior police officials who have been uh, willing to mislead Parliament, mislead the public, um, who have been acting outside of the law and the regulations and the code of ethics and conduct that governs all South African police service officers, that eventually they will be removed and we will see um, a competitive, open, transparent process taking place so that only the best possible men and women in the South African police service who have honesty, integrity and the kind of experience needed to improve policing will then occupy those posts because that is the only way we will see the police being able to uh, marshal their very vast resources in getting on top of murder and robbery and starting to rebuild public trust. So we still have some way to go now, but these are very important first steps, I think a very big shift um, towards improving the South African police service. So with
0: what we have before us right now, would it be safe to say that uh, there is no return for Ria Pieja to her position?
1: It's looking highly unlikely. Of course, we can't read the future, so one will never know. She might have very good reasons as to, uh, or very good answers to, as to why she didn't cooperate with the minister's reference group, uh, and very good responses to the various allegations against her. Uh, but so we still have to go through those processes. And uh, I think once those processes have been finalised, only then we know for sure um, what uh, you know of those allegations are true or not. So we still have some time to go. But I must say, at this stage, when you have a multi-party Uh, committee in parliament, all political parties uh, who agree that Uyipiaka and others should face some serious uh, uh, process against them, it's highly unlikely that we will see them surviving this initiative against them.
0: So uh, this position of police commissioner seems to be a very scary one, Gareth Newham. Um, Any recommendations uh, for the police ministry going forward as to what should be done, who should be appointed um, to get the best out of this position?
1: Well, the National Development Plan actually provides very clear recommendations on how to move forward in terms of appointing the National Commissioner and Deputy National Commissioners. It says that uh, a, na- a national board, a policing board, uh, consisting of various uh, stakeholders, both within the police and outside the police across various disciplines, should be formed um, to help assess applications for that post. So that you shouldn't just have the President appointing somebody after a backroom discussion and suddenly Uh, promoting them to the top of the organization. There should be a process whereby any uh, policeman or woman who has the necessary skills and experience and integrity can apply. Then this independent board will assess them. They'll be vetted. It should be an open and transparent process. And here we can actually take lessons from Kenya when they appointed their new police chief after they adopted a new constitution. The various applications, uh, the interviews for that post were filmed live, and the Kenyan population, including the police, could watch the interviews of these applicants live in television. So by the time they chose their police chief, the men and women in the South African Police Department and the public knew who that person was and that person could step into that job with authority. They've been vetted. We know that they have the necessary skills and experience. So if and that's in the National Development Plan. So simply the minister has to follow the recommendations of that National Development Plan um, and then we should see the right kind of leadership emerging because we do really have a very excellent men and women in the South African Police Service and they've been undermined by some of their colleagues who are clearly involved in this conduct. And we need to make sure that we support those men and women and they get to the top of the organization so they can start the long road ahead towards improving policing in South Africa.